Like Retribution, I'm here to destroy the show from within by becoming its champion. And as the kids on the internet would say, he's got the cake. I wish you wouldn't have said that, Chuck. (laughs) (laughs) This is the saddest episode of the show ever. (laughs) Neither of you know what is going on. Erica, we need you. If you're listening. Um, After that finger point of doom of a round, we have Nate with six points and Shawnee and Justin with one. I guess thank God for Hubert. Thanks for adding pressure. Um, I took away the pressure, you asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the One Fall Show. I am your host returning from uh, what some would call probably a COVIDcation, but it was no vacation, I can tell you that. Mr. Uh, Chizuk being here for you for another week of a show that's one part game show and one part uh, wrestling discussion. And boy, oh boy, am I glad to be back with you guys. So let me introduce everybody and we'll get right into it, but because we got plenty to talk about this week. Starting off with uh, my scorekeeper, the person that helps me with the questions most weeks. And uh, of course, uh, our resident New Japan Pro Wrestling super fan, Ms. Erica Bennis. Yeah, I concur. That is not a COVIDcation that you had, and mm. I'm glad that you are better. And uh, hopefully, hey, maybe in a couple of weeks you'll be able to taste stuff again. Fingers right. crossed. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's talk about our panelists because we've got three of them. They'll be answering the questions and giving their opinions on the week that was as far as professional wrestling was. We'll start off with uh, one half of the Sunshine Buddies and a guy who I hear has another podcast, Mr. Justin Valentine. I would love to hear that podcast sometime. Uh, you know what? One thing too, I would love to hear again is Chuck mistered himself. He's Mr. Chuck Bean today. So I am Mr. Justin Valentine. We're just going to Mr. and Mrs. ourselves today. It's cool. He's a big boy now, Chuck. Oh, <laughs> I made it to 25. I like the pause there. Like, I don't know if I, I trust think. him being, <laughs> if he's actually 25 or if he's lying about it because he's still trying to you know, work that, uh, that 20, 25, 15, same thing. It's cool. Okay. Fair enough. Also the other half of the sunshine buddies, the, I believe $23 man over on, uh, the, the, uh, God damn it. The pay site where you can you yeah, shut Patreon. it down. I wish you wouldn't mention it. Wait, Shawnee, did you get an only fans? That's awesome. <laughs> you know, shout out to <laughs> can, I, can I get that link or what? No. All right. You horny luchasauruses. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Johnny, are, welcome to the we show. Are, we are recording this on a Monday night. Finally, my plans four years in the making. We can record this damn show at the same time as Monday Night Raw. Not only will people get to join us in conversation after a pay per view rather than listening to us predict a pay per view after it's already happened, which is just some Bush League mud show <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> But on top of that, I'm going to have to make put the show together during Raw, which means I won't have to watch that crap. It's a perfect plan, really. Yeah. Let's let's also introduce our third and final panelist and the guy who is uh, essentially the longest reigning champion in One Fall Show history, the Ric Flair of the One Fall Show. That's Mr. Nate Bender. Woo! Thank you, Chuck. I appreciate the uh, glorious entrance. And uh, the the wonderful introduction. It's nice to be back. Uh, I apologize for missing an episode, but I had to almost get exposed to COVID. So, you know, uh, priorities, right? 
you know, everybody's got to get there somewhere. Before we get started, Nate, I've got a question for you. There have been, I called yeah. you the Ric Flair of the One Fall Show. Yeah. And there have been many, many wrestlers that have uh, kind of cribbed on the Ric Flair type character. You think most recently uh, Bobby Roode's character with the with the robe and everything, very Ric Flair. Greg Valentine, do you have a favorite Ric Flair that's not Ric Flair? Oh, great question. Yeah, my favorite Ric Flair that's not Ric Flair is Jay Lethal. There you go. His nice. promo battle with Ric Flair back and forth in TNA is one of the funniest things I have ever seen ever. And yeah. bravo to Jay Lethal for doing not just a spot on Ric Flair, but also a spot on Macho Man. So uh, he is uh, he he is definitely my favorite. Yeah, dude's got some chops. Well, let's get right into our one fall show here this week as we are a little more than a week out from WrestleMania. As Shawnee said, we are recording on a Monday now, which means that uh, we are a little over a week removed from Fastlane. So we're going to talk about that as well as, of course, everything else. That's Do we happening. have to? Uh, well, I mean, you don't have to, but, uh, it will be topics in the show. So you can always, uh, you know, choose to opt out because you either didn't watch it or didn't enjoy whatever we're talking about. That's up to you. However, it is a game show as well as a wrestling discussion. We've got three topics. Each of them has three questions and the questions are worth one, two, and three points respectively, unless otherwise, uh, indicated. And as always, we'll start with the champ, Mr. Nate Bender. God right damn right. That. Okay, I was gonna say I'm right about that, right? Nate's still still uh, still holding on to that championship belt. All Not right, sure how I did after last week, but yeah, yeah, I'm still the champ. All right, well let's get uh, let's start with um, let's start with Raw and SmackDown because God, uh, why? Because <laughs> I want to start chronologically, and I want to start by talking about Fastlane, and that's where our first question comes to us from. Okay, so last Sunday uh, at Fastlane, a bunch of stuff happened. The Tribal Chief chap tapped out. The Fiend returned, and what faction, for one point, fell apart? That would be Retribution. That's correct. Uh, one point on the board for Nate there. Um, so uh, I was going to make the joke that uh, I did. Uh, I was tested COVID positive right before Fastlane, so uh, I had lost my sense of taste and smell, which put me in the perfect uh, mindset to enjoy Fastlane. But what did you guys think of the event? Fastlane was fucking horrible from except for that last match. But by the time we got to it, I had such a rotten taste in my mouth that you could have you could have sat me in front of, uh, you know, the greatest wrestling match that has ever been perpetrated on television. And it, I, I wouldn't have flinched at that point. I you couldn't have gotten me to care about anything um uh, specifically i think it was that fiend segment that was so it was so bad and most things with the fiend i expect to be bad and i was expecting the fiend to come back and yeah i was expecting it but like it's just it's so egregiously awful that i hate myself for watching it that's like the worst possible scenario for like a reaction as an audience, because it's it's like it's like now suddenly I'm embarrassed that I, I was watching this. Like, this is how I spent my my Sunday evening. Uh, I won't tell people this is how I spent my Sunday evening, except sure. on a on a podcast. You know, <laughs> um, it's it, it's that's not that's not the feeling that you want 
to leave an audience with. Uh, I think in the Alexa Bliss era of the Fiend storyline, I have ceased to care about any of the lore that they've built up around this character. Uh, I just I I don't want to see it. I think it's fucking atrocious. It's so bad. Um, everything else was just your typical WWE shit. So <laughs> what about you, Justin? Uh, you know, I hated Fastlane as much as the next guy overall. I mean, Fastlane every year is kind of a, a pointless pay-per-view. It's a glorified house show. Um, it's a, a stupid yeah. speed bump to WrestleMania. Nothing really ever happens there. And it was the same thing. Um, I didn't hate The Fiend as much as everybody else did. Not saying I loved it. I guess maybe my expectations were so low because of the rest of the card that I didn't hate that as much. Um, plus I, I, I have a soft spot for the fiend. I love that character. I love that storyline. I love what Alexa bliss is doing. What I hated the most was that last match. And it wasn't a match. The match itself was phenomenal, right? The moments were great. I'm sorry. I don't want Daniel Bryan involved in this match and this this WrestleMania match. And it's not a knock on Daniel Bryan. And it's not to say that the triple threat match won't be good. Edge versus Roman Reigns was the match we needed. Edge versus Roman Reigns was a story. It was fine. That was one of the two things when we heard that Vince McMahon was shaking things up for WrestleMania. One of the two things that I thought to myself, don't touch edge versus Roman and Bianca versus Sasha. Don't touch those two change up the rest. And of course that was one of the minor changes that he made. Again, that's not a knock on Daniel Bryan. I just felt edge versus Roman was good enough and was the match that we needed at this time. Shawnee. I didn't dislike the show as much as either of these guys, but I totally agree that for better storytelling, that pay-per-view shouldn't be there. It's just not necessary in any capacity. So Um, I did not love it. That's for sure. And uh, the road to WrestleMania does not feel like uh, a highway to the danger zone. That's that's a fair assessment. Um, Erica, I want to ask your thoughts on Fastlane. Before I do, I just want to put forth a very quick kind of like a yes or no question amongst everybody. Do you prefer the way the WrestleMania build used to be where there was absolutely no event other than weekly shows throughout March leading into the beginning of April where WrestleMania was? Do you prefer that over having some kind of throwaway, you know, three weeks before WrestleMania event as, as a speed bump? We'll start with you, Justin. Yes or no? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Royal Rumble, one pay-per-view, WrestleMania. That's all we need. Johnny? Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nate? Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think Fastlane serves a very specific purpose in the WWE universe, and that is to shake things up just before WrestleMania. Yeah. So I, I sort of feel like the pay-per-view is at the whim of Vincent Kennedy McMahon, who is like, oh, I got to shake things up. Because sure. the internet marks have gotten wind <laughs> of what we're going to do. You know, like, it's just, I, I agree. It's wholly unnecessary in terms of uh, storytelling. Uh, Erica, what are your thoughts on, on Fastlane and on, you know, did you prefer it before we had a Fastlane before WrestleMania? Admittedly, I don't think there should even be an elimination chamber between yeah. Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. I should think it should be Royal Rumble. And then we have that slow and steady build up like until eight WrestleMania. Like 10 weeks of television up to um, WrestleMania. Yeah. And if you want to shake things up, why don't you do it on your weekly programming yeah. and make it 
must see and make it so that people want to tune in because they don't know what's going to happen. Um, as far as the show, look, I think we we all didn't really care for it that much. I mean, for it, it was uh, varying levels of eh to absolute garbage. Uh, once again, kudos to the meme community for getting out the Meltman memes <laughs> sure. once the fiend came about. Um, because uh, you know, I didn't watch it live, but I, uh, I I looked on Twitter. I'm like, why am I seeing Meltman everywhere? And I went, oh no! Yeah. Uh, so that was fun. Um, but yeah, we we don't need Fastlane. We don't need Elimination Chamber. Do better weekly programming. And yeah, then you'll be good. I think I think if you moved Elimination Chamber to like like two or three months after Mania, you know, like where, um, you know, either. Yeah, I think Backlash is the month after Mania. And then it's like pretty quickly after that, you're moved in the uh, money in the bank. I think it's somewhere in there throwing Elimination Chamber is not the worst idea. I like it as a as a pay-per-view and as an event and as a gimmick. Uh, but I think you're right that it doesn't serve much of a purpose leading into WrestleMania, especially after most people can read the tea leaves after Royal Rumble. Sure. All right. Well, let's move on to our second question as we talk about what's going on with the road to WrestleMania. This one's going to be a little bit different. So uh, l- l- hear me out here. OK, so we got two. Oh, weeks boy. Until- we got two weeks until WrestleMania, both Raw and SmackDown last week were full of match announcements. Like as soon as Fastlane was over, they're just fast and furious. I think there were almost four on each show. Uh, for So there's a bunch of new matches that have been announced in the last seven days for it. For two points, Nate, name me one of those, and then we'll go around the room and for additional points, everyone can name any of the ones that any of the ones that haven't been named yet. So name me Wait, one hang of the on, matches. Hang on, else. hang on, hang on. This is a two-point question, right? You get two points right off the bat for it, but then okay. everybody afterwards gets one point. I, I was I was going to throw out there, I'll name two to start us off, but that's okay. I'll take the two points for uh, easier. Uh, Bad Bunny versus The Miz, yes, which was is- originally supposed to be a tag match with Damian Priest thrown in there and John Morrison. Uh, but then John Morrison injured himself on that springboard move. Right. And uh, I think Damian Priest is actually working through some injuries, too. All right, let's move to Justin. Well, uh, name me another match that they announced last week for a point. Uh, uh, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. That is absolutely true. Uh, Sean, how about you? Oh, yeah, he took mine and uh, he did it some on bitch. purpose. He did. Yeah, I did. Um, I did. You could see it in his eyes. Um, um, nope, nothing, nothing. All right, let's. Uh, Nate, what else have they? Uh, what else have they announced? Oscar versus Rhea Ripley. This yeah. one, I'm actually stoked for. All right, so that's yeah. three of them. What about you, Justin? You want to uh, grab another point there? Oh God, let me think. Um. Um, Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Yep, that's for sure one. Uh, you got anything, Shawnee? No, Chuck, and I hate this right. question. Keep moving. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> last go around, Nate. Uh, any matches? Okay. That All right. Haven't... Yeah, uh, Shane McMahon versus oh. the Human Train. Choo Choo 
Braun Strowman. We didn't even bring up the choo-choo sound effects yet, but we'll talk about it. Uh, Justin, you've got one more opportunity at a point. Anything else that uh, was announced that we haven't covered yet? We didn't cover one yet? Um, um, I've got two or three matches uh, here that uh, we hadn't actually mentioned. Two or three. Um, 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 um. I don't think I have it off the top of my head no problem no problem it's just bonus points it's just fun the other matches that i've got down is they did change the universal championship match to a triple threat with daniel bryan and, uh, and sasha Matt. banks versus the est uh that that was already announced that was son of a bitch i keep i hate you chuck <laughs> okay that's fair <laughs> um they had announced apollo cruz and biggie will have their oh, match yeah. from fast lane and um uh, what else did I have in here? Let's get oh, it right Fiend, this time. The Fiend, yeah, the Fiend Orton is going to happen. So these oh, are all the matches God. that we know we can look forward to as far as WrestleMania is concerned. I want just want to know, what do you guys think? What's a high point as far as WrestleMania is concerned for you right now? And what is an absolute low point? We will, uh, we'll start with Erica. Sorry, I was on mute. I'm not used to going first. Yeah, um, for for me, I think it is going to be the two women's matches. Um, I, I feel like you know we've just been setting up the big Bianca Belair WrestleMania moment, um, and, and we've discussed at length before just how much of a star she is. So I'm looking forward to, and I think you know anyone with half a brain. What is you know it, it? She's going to go over, and I feel like Sasha Banks is going to take a lot of pride in in helping facilitate that. So I feel like there's just going to be a big effort from both of them. Uh, the Oscar Rhea Ripley match I think is is going to be kind of a dark horse, if you will, uh, just because it's been kind of put together, you know, kind of suddenly because obviously sure. we were expecting. You know, Charlotte again, uh, which fortunately, I mean, I mean, I'm not happy that she got COVID, but, you know, unique timing. Uh, so I, I think, you know, that that's going to be a match that's I think really could potentially just steal the show on whatever night it's going to be on. Do we I mean, they they've announced, a, you know, significant chunks of the card. Do we know the nights that these are taking place yet or they are they still? They have said what nights certain ones are are taking place. Like I believe um, Bianca Belair and Sasha will be on night one. Okay. And I believe Rhea and and Asuka will be on night two. Okay. If I remember correctly, I'll look it up while we're talking. Um, let's let's uh, shift over to uh, Shawnee. What's uh what's a match you're absolutely looking forward to, and then maybe one that like you cannot wait to just be over. I mean, I'm not really looking at it like that, I have to say. I think that the match I'm going to enjoy the most is going to be Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Um, I'm not so sure I'm going to like whatever this Logan Paul angle is with my mm. sweet baby boys. So I'm not going to get too hyped for that quite now. But uh, I would like to ask Erica, if the Queen Charlotte Flair comes back and gets involved in that match between now and mania. Are you as excited for it? No, no, because um, all due respect to Charlotte, I, you know, she has earned her moments and, and whatnot. And she, I mean, she's incredible undoubtedly, but um, you know, she can't have them all. 
Right. <laughs> you know, like, like it, and it, it's a, it's a complaint that we, we, we have dissected a, a lot where she's just been shoved down our throats and she doesn't have to be, we know Charlotte Flair is pretty good. We don't have to be reminded of it all the time. And it, it you know, it, it just goes to show too, like, I feel like, and, and correct me if I'm wrong or, or maybe chime in if, if anyone disagrees, it seems like the card like for the past few years, we're trying to shove in as many people as humanly possible into WrestleMania. And yeah. look, I don't want to take away anyone's paycheck or anything, but this is WrestleMania. It's the biggest show of the year. Not everyone should really get a chance to take the field. Okay. This is special. You have got to earn your spot and it's no it like, why are we having triple threat matches when they should easily be just one-on-one affairs? Like, yep. come on, just yep. stop it. Stop it. Interesting to note though. We, there are so far no tag matches. So well, it's, uh, you know, it's oh, there's not, a shocker. Well, no, but I mean, like, you know, I, I get the, the feeling of like, you know, there's God, there's a lot of, fucking names on this card but it's not like we're doing you know three on three triple threat tag matches like we got for six weeks solid on smackdown like (laughs) you know what i mean like it's i'm just thankful that that's not where we're at anymore uh, there is a raw tag team match uh, between the New Day and AJ Styles and almost all right yeah that is that is happening but this which will probably happen on the pre-show Right. This yeah. tag team titles haven't been uh, determined yet. Nate, what's uh, out of everything that you've seen so far from WrestleMania? What is a match that you're like, OK, that I kind of want to see? Yeah. So Oscar uh, uh, and Rhea Ripley, I think, is is going to be really exciting. I, I also agree. I don't want Charlotte Flair to get involved. However, if Becky Lynch decided that that was going to be her moment to come back, that might be pretty cool. Uh, also, this is Rhea Ripley's second uh, Mania performance, so uh, I, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, I think the the one that I absolutely have no interest in seeing is Randy Orton and the Fiend. This is overstated. It's welcome. I'm done with it. I do are, not want to see it anymore. We are opposite ends of of the coin, whereas I am positive spooky bullshit, and you are not. <laughs> it's it's not, it's not even that it's just it's gotten so ridiculous that i just feel like they've lost the plot yeah well that's the bullshit part of the spooky bullshit <laughs> <laughs> there's what a lot you, of that right now what about you justin what's uh what's a match that you're like all right you got my attention that they've shouted yeah. out so far you know, I saw I, I don't I don't even want to pick one because of the, I'm going to say this. And it kind of made me realize how bad WWE's writing is. I saw a tweet uh, earlier this week of someone just saying, ignore all the stories, ignore the bullshit writing we've dealt with for the last however long. Right. Look at this fucking card. This is a damn good card for both for Matt. Just looking at the matches itself, ignore all the stories around it. Damn good card everywhere. Asuka and Rhea's good. The women's title matches are good. Cesaro's getting a Mania match. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn get a one-on-one match at WrestleMania, which is awesome. The Daniel Bryan, as much as I don't like it in a triple threat, that triple threat's going to be good. To me, the one low point, there's two low points. Drew and Bobby Lashley just isn't a WrestleMania title match for me. I'm sorry. And obviously, Shane McMahon and Braun Strowman. But a lot of that is the storytelling around it, too. 
Well, that's why we had to prime the pump with the choo-choo noises last week so that we're ready. How exciting. (laughs) Right. But overall, though, just if you just focus on this card without trying, without thinking about the storylines, it's a great card. It really is for both nights. I, I I do have to say I am excited for like 2008 uh, Ring of Honor matches. I saw Mania. that tweet. I was going to mention it's it. It's so somebody. good. It's, uh, you know, like it and it's accurate, too. And you've got Daniel Bryan in there as well. Yeah. Um, you know, and and I get it. I, I, I understand why uh, some people are kind of down on the triple threat. I like it. You know, uh, I like Daniel Bryan. Uh, I, I like getting him involved. Like he hasn't been really that involved in major storylines since coming back from his injury. And I think this is a really great way to elevate him and give him what might be his last mania moment. All right. Well, let's move on to our uh, last uh, raw and SmackDown question for this week's one fall show. Uh, Nate, you still have control of the board. So you get an opportunity at three points here with this question. As we talk about WWE's move to the Peacock network, over the last week, uh, Peacock has said they're going through WWE's 1,700,000 hours of programming to make sure it aligns with their standards and practices. Now, two moments have already not made the cut. For three points, can you name them both? Uh, three points, can you say that number again? Because you just said it was 170, 100,000 hours. I don't know. <laughs> I'm doing yeah, I'm that doing was a lot. How many millions of hours you just put on? How many zeros? How many zeros? There are three zeros in there. So it's 1,700,000 hours. There are 17,000 hours. That's right. Yes. Okay. Thank you. No, yes. wait, no, 100. I'm confused. 100,000 hours. Yeah, 17,000 hours. Uh, okay. So to answer your question, I know one of those clips is. Uh, Vince McMahon saying the N word to John Cena with Booker T standing right there, which, by the way, I have to mention happened here in Detroit. It did. I was at that show. It happened here in Detroit. So God damn. Um, The other one, I think, is the WrestleMania Roddy Piper match where he painted himself half black. That is correct. Okay. Both of those are, are absolutely correct. Mania six, Piper in blackface, and uh, Vince McMahon saying the N word here in Detroit at Survivor Series 2005. Now, this is a conversation that uh, if you listen to a lot of the podcasts I do, you've heard me have with my co host over on Nerd Radio when it comes to Disney. Oh, so you Plus. can promote your podcast, but I can't promote mine. Fantastic. Continue. Yeah, well, that's because I'm the host. Continue. <laughs> So anyways, what I wanted to say is that um, when it comes to streaming services, and uh, it's a conversation that we've had about Disney Plus and a couple of the other streaming services where they have the capability to alter and sometimes take away content. Um, I just want to go kind of across the room here and talk to you guys briefly about this. I'm sure the answer is no. I'm sure nobody likes them taking down the content, no matter what the reason, but do you guys prefer when they, you know, like put a disclaimer in front of the content to let you know that's happened at an earlier time in history? It wasn't okay then. It's not okay now, but we want to let you know ahead of time this is going to take place. But when you watch it, um, so yeah, what are you guys' thoughts on them either censoring stuff or at least putting something up front to let you know that something is going to be there that you know is going to be upsetting? I mean, go ahead, Nate. Or Nate, uh, go ahead. Oh, um, I think, uh, listen, I am never in favor of 
flat out censorship. I think not having access to um, to the actual footage as it was presented at the time not only whitewashes the idea and the conversation, but it also kind of absolves the WWE a little bit because it's sort of like, oh, we can erase this now. Um, I I think that 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 makes me intensely uncomfortable uh, as someone who has studied media and, uh, you know, uh, media proliferation and, and things like that. So, no, I'm not I'm not in favor of that. I think warnings are innocuous and waste nobody's time. You know, like if you're it, it's it's a 10 second warning at the beginning of a video, sure. like people who rail against trigger warnings or, you know, just uh, uh, just informing the viewer about what they're about to see. You know, fuck, I wish medical videos had the same warning before you're about to see footage of a surgery. I remember watching shit on A&E that would do that. And you'd be like, oh, my God, no, I don't want to see that. Um, So I have I have no problem with that whatsoever. I have a way, way bigger problem with just the straight up censorship of it. Here's the other side of that coin. We live in an inherently digital age. These clips are not going to be erased from history because NBC finds them distasteful. Uh, You're still going to be able to find that Piper match. You're still going to be able to find that promo. Um, And so I don't think it's as detrimental as some people are making it out to be because some people are just going off the rail about that. They can't censor it. This is ridiculous. And they're doing their best. Alex Jones. Um, Listen, if that's what NBC decides, it's their service, you know, like they get to have a measure of control on what lands on their service and what they think is presentable. Um, that's just a that's that's a reality. Uh, I, I but I I think it does the WWE nor does it do Peacock any favors to go and edit this stuff because of just how well known it is and how sort of memeified some of those moments are. Um, because everyone kind of knows what they're doing. It's funny, uh, not to completely cut you off, Nate, but it's funny to me because um, before there were streaming services, there were the DVDs mm-hmm. and I was uh, I would buy the DVDs. I would watch the pay-per-views and sometimes videotape them so I could watch them again sometime um, and then buy the DVD a couple of months later. And I can't tell you how many different WrestleManias I have where there's a moment that I have on video cassette that didn't make right. the DVD. And that or- always drove me up the wall well yeah because so and that that actually is a really great point let's not act like wwe hadn't already censored stuff on the network to begin with right Right. like there have all they have they've always had that ability to edit after the fact and you know even if you ordered the pay-per-view and then compared it to the vhs the wwf you know coliseum home video or whatever the fuck Uh, There was going to be differences. There was going to be discrepancies. So, again, I'm not in favor of censorship, um, but 
this is kind of, you know, the the era of media that we live in. And and again, I just think it does nobody any favors to try to erase that kind of stuff. I'm much more in favor of disclosure. What you're about to see is offensive, yada, yada. And, you know, listen, Disney, for everything that they did with disclaimers on Disney Plus, Song of the South is still not up there. They don't have the balls to, like, really take the controversial shit that they know is going to bother people and put it out there in a historical context and and presented as as it was. Um, And listen, I'm a big uh, advocate of media education, and I think seeing that learning it is important. It's important to understand the context of it. uh, And it's also important to 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 understand it so we don't end up repeating this shit. Right. What about you guys? What did uh, uh, Nate, Justin, or Justin, Sean, Erica? What do you guys think? I mean, I, I I'm for the for the two moments that you mentioned, I'm okay with that. Um, just for the sake of how much they're promoting, you know, WWE on Peacock. Now, obviously, I've seen certain things that they're considering editing out that I don't think is necessary for something like straight up old white man, Vince McMahon, Sandy N word on, you know, you know, in the middle of a pay-per-view and a promo. Yeah. Take that out. That's unnecessary. It wasn't even a big part of the story where it's like, we were telling a story here and we know it's wrong, but it was, no, it was just him being an idiot and thought it would be funny. Right. Right. Take that out. If you want, and I understand Nate, what you're saying, but if you want to, you know, serve the cause of, you know, still telling, put the disclaimer of this show was altered due to offensive language or offensive, whatever, however you want to, the terminology that we do not support that was unfortunately, you know, thought to be okay back then, however you want to say it, let that disclaimer be known that we edited this because of offensive actions, uh, you know, whatever it may be. But for outright racist, ignorant comments like that, that was not necessary. That was not a, like a part. It was just like a, a story they were telling. It was just an idiotic moment. Yeah, I'm okay with editing that stuff out. Sean, Erica. I heard that CBS actually offered him more money, but Vince McMahon was not a fa- fan of the fact that their app had neither the word P nor cock in the title. Excellent point. Absolutely excellent point. <laughs> On brand for Vince McMahon, too. Um, I mean, Nate kind of touched on pretty much anything I uh, wanted to say. Um, I don't, I, I think the WWE should just be honest about its past. Um, it's not perfect. Uh, and whether or not they agree Some people or think not. that they helped cover up the murder of Jimmy Snuka's girlfriend. I've so, never heard that. What? <laughs> We're anyway, breaking news here on the One Fall Show. <laughs> it is fascinating, though, to see what was still on the network and what has, you know, been removed. Because, like, things that have been removed, uh, the Mickey James, Trish Stratus, yes. the thing yeah. that was removed. Uh, Paul was- Orendorf doing the eye thing during WrestleMania 2. The eye thing? This Ooh, like to yeah yeah uh, who was yeah. his opponent? 
Uh, it was a it was a man of Asian descent. Which yeah, is yeah, why oh my goodness. I didn't I, remember I, this. Yeah. I thought if you said his name, that might make people put it together. I just can't uh, remember. Right. Who it I, was. Could, I can't remember the his opponent off the top of my head, but he did some very anti-Asian facial thing, which was disgusting. Um, what else did oh well remember Chuck, remember that one party at your place where we watched WrestleMania 9? Oh yeah. Uh because for the longest time, they kept in there. Uh, Hogan does a promo where he calls Yokozuna um, a derogatory term for a Japanese person. Oh, they kept Jesus. It, they kept it in the, on the on on the broadcast or in the uh, network for a long time. Yeah. And I think <laughs> once they realized they were trying to elevate Japanese people, they're like, maybe we should get rid of this slur. <laughs> right. Um, but, you know, so like they got rid of stuff, but the fact that they had uh, Vince McMahon saying the N word still on there, ridiculous. The Piper thing. It, uh, I'll tell you, uh, what, I caught the, I caught the Piper match and, and promo before it was taken off of the network because it wasn't on Peacock, but you could still watch it on the network for probably yeah. about two or three days. Yeah. And, right. and then they took the Peacock edit and moved it to the network as well. Uh, maybe I'm just reading into it now, kind of knowing what blackface is and everything. Bad News Brown looked like he was really swinging. Oh, that, yeah, those look like that was, a, that was, that by the way, that was a shoot. Like that yeah. whole incident was Piper like, trying to fuck with Bad News Brown and Bad Bad News Brown was really swinging for the fences. Yeah, now, that's what it looked like. Like he would Piper didn't ask him, hey, I'm going to wear some blackface. Is that OK? He oh, just came yeah. out with it. And Bad News Brown, from the minute he sees it was like, pirate. what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. no, that's and that is 100 percent true. It's real weird to watch knowing who the face and who the heel is supposed to be. The best part of that story is that Piper could not get that that, that is funny. black stuff that. off for yeah. like months or weeks or something. But he had to go through the fucking airport like that. Yep. Yeah, I've Jesus heard that. Before. Christ. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it just, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. Some of this, once again, some of the stuff that has been done and some yeah. of the stuff that once again stayed on the network mm -hmm. for as yeah. long as it did until NBC came along and went, guys, come Seriously? on. Seriously, <laughs> like, <laughs> come on. All right. The entire time you guys were having that conversation, I thought Japan swinging for the fences, the eye thing. They must be talking about Stan Hansen versus Big Van Vader. <laughs> Close, but no, Shawnee. Yes. Oh, we're at the end of round one, Erica. What do the points look like? Ooh, when what a round it was. Uh, we got Nate and Lee with eight points, Justin with two. Shawnee, yet to get on the board. He will kick off round dos. Is Shawnee sandbagging so that he could get control of the second round? Or, you know, did he just not know things? We're about to find out. It's round two of the one fall show. Shawnee, let's talk about the Wednesday Night War. Are you ready? I am. All right, let's talk about AEW Dynamite last week. After a main event, uh, John Silver revealed on Twitter he's going to be out for how long with a shoulder injury? Oh, I think it was four to six weeks. That gets you a point. That's correct. What did you guys think of uh, John Silver's pretty much big coming out party in AEW Dynamite last week? I thought it was fun. I've talked in the past about the fact that they put on such high-octane shows that 
it's it's hard to keep up that pace. And I think that this week was a show that was almost sort of like a, a palate cleanser. And you saw some rumblings of people who were not happy with it. I, I, I'm here for everything. I'm, I like the, the character. I'm a mark for AEW across the board. So I still enjoyed it. it you know, it, I didn't have the, the thrill of some of their better shows. Um, uh, and yeah, it's, I would say it probably was their worst show of the year. Um, but that's like, they have an extremely high bar. Like the worst show of the year is still like a seven and a half for me on my side. So I was fine with it. It was fun. Uh, you know, I, you know, kind of like what Shawnee just said, nothing that's going to move the needle either way for me. I've always liked him. He's, you know, a fun guy. He's easily likable. He is uh, outside of just easily likable. He's good in the ring. And he's um, hungry. So he did. He's hungry, hungry, right? Like he's, yeah. you know, and he's, you know, he's, it's a, it's a fun character that can actually go in the ring. Uh, and you could tell he's a genuine good guy that deserves that little push Nothing crazy. I'm not going crazy on it that he deserves to be TNT champion or any run, but I, you know, it was good. It was fun. Sure. I listen. I I think he's all right. He's probably uh, the, the, mm, I was going to say the best part of the dark order, but you still got um, uh, Colt Cabana that's hanging out with him. So uh, yeah, I don't, I I don't mind. uh, I don't mind John Silver at all. I don't like the, the hungry thing, like it's too close to something that Otis would do. And and <laughs> sure. I'm like, no, don't, don't, don't do that. It's like a mini version of Ryback's Feed Me More. Yeah, sort of. Uh, I don't know that it works exactly, but whatever. Um, yeah, it, he's fine. Uh, I, I liked his match with Darby. I do like Darby. So <laughs> do you have any thoughts, Erica? Uh, I mean, just to kind of follow up on Johnny Hungy. I mean, Johnny Hungy came from BTE. Like, that's where the phrase has its origins. Um, I do, with every passing week, it's so funny to hear Jim Ross introduce John Silver or call a John Silver match. Because you could tell, like, Jim Ross really likes this jacked five foot four guy <laughs> like like he's just like you can tell he's just like oh here he comes and like like he's just so damn excited to see him and it's just like, look, and it's like look at jim ross having fun look so at jr jim. likes him stacked too but he likes him short and stacked it, uh, it just Vince, yeah Vince likes the big guys but jim ross he's he saw taz come on the scene it was like now that <laughs> that guy that's my guy right there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on to uh, our second question in our Wednesday Night War category, which we're going to have to rename the category coming up in a couple of weeks here as uh, NXT will be moving. Shawnee, for two points in a secret no one could keep after Dynamite went off the air, they take the match for, uh, ironically, tonight's uh, AEW Dark Elevation, I believe, featuring a new theme song for Orange Cassidy. For two points, name the song. Uh, where is my mind by the Pixies, Chuck? That is the correct answer for two points there. Tony Khan was so excited about this. He was like that day on Twitter was so excited to tell us all about it. What do you think of uh, the Pixies? Where is my mind is Orange Cassidy's new theme song. I fucking love it, but I, I love the song. Yeah, uh, I am not an old school Pixies fan. Unfortunately, they hit a few years before me and had a pretty short crest yeah Yeah, same here Uh, had they have i absolutely would have seen them i mean i was going to three or four theater level shows uh you know a month in my 
late teens and early twenties. But um, I love it uh, that I'm a big fan of the, uh, the fight club movie and uh, it ends with that song and it's always yep. given me uh, the goosebumps. So I think it's, it's going to be awesome. I, I love this movement. Live shows are going to be unmissable for the sing-alongs alone. Take the, yeah. take the, the wrestling out of the equation. Like he is building something unique that is going to sell well on the road. That That's a good point. And that's actually, that's what I like about it too. It's, it's another great fun thing for a live crowd to get into when live shows come back. I'm not huge on orange, orange Cassidy. I've talked about that in the past. Uh, I like the song kind of like what Shawnee said, uh, but it, it, again, it's another fun thing for fans to look forward to. Uh, I can't wait to see this live. I can't wait to do it yeah. live. Right. It's one of those things uh, that will be a thing once they start touring again, which sounds like we'll be in like September or so. I certainly am not going to be as embarrassed singing along to the Pixies as I am knowing all the words to Judas. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, I Okay. Uh, I actually fucking hate the Pixies. I saw them on their <laughs> return tour because uh, my girlfriend at the time was obsessed with them, as was every woman of that age that I have ever met. And I can't figure out why, because they're the most boring band on the face of the fucking planet. Um, <laughs> I saw them. I saw them in Cigarose in, in the same year. And I was like, Cigarose was way easier to stay awake through. Uh, I I'm just, I'm not into the whole like post punk thing. Um, like it, like pseudo grunge uh, fucking. Um, I, I can't even what remember if, what the, if they the have- touch and go sort of shit. Like, it's just not, that's not my shit. I also think it's a really bad song for Orange Cassidy. Like, where's my mind is about someone who's like slowly going crazy. I don't know that Orange Cassidy is slowly going crazy. He's just a stoner. Uh, uh, you know, he, he has, he, I, I, I just, I don't know that it works. <laughs> I, I love, Every- I love the thought of uh, Nate at a Pixies concert and his poor girlfriend's enjoying the whole show. And every, every time everyone cheers, it's fucking boring. Why do you like this shit? <laughs> Nate, the hate. every week we find something <laughs> new for Nate. The hate. <laughs> Erica, what do you got? Well, I mean, I, I will say, I mean, yeah, I, I don't hate the song. However, uh, I would have preferred uh, Tony Khan getting Jefferson Starship's Jane, which is what Orange Cassidy used on the in- Indies, yeah. uh, which is a dope ass song. Yeah. And I love that song. Um, but uh, and it from the looks of it, he tried to get the rights to any and he, and he just couldn't. Um, so uh, screw you. Jefferson Starship for not making that happen. Really? Who started off by being a total acid band and end their lives as fucking miserly capitalists? Fuck who the fuck in Starship? (laughs) Who the fuck is coming to Jefferson Starship in 2021 and being like, I really want to license your music. Jefferson Airplane? Maybe. Sure. I could see that. Starship, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, keep in mind, like, the last before I saw Orange Cassie use the song, uh, you know, as his entrance, the only time I really saw a significant use of Jane was in uh, the Wet Hot American Summer film <laughs> and then the right. subsequent prequel sequel series. Um, that's it, though. I'm like, you're telling me, like, 
like the money had to have been there. Like I'm sure Tony Khan would have thrown down some fat ass cash. Yeah, sure. they just didn't pick up the phone. Um, so I don't know. Whatever. It's a lost opportunity, lost money, but someone's getting paid. Hooray. All right. Well, before we move on, I just want to say that um Nate, you are you are on your own as far as your Pixies hate because I caught the Pixies a couple years ago opening for Weezer and absolutely adored them. So oh, Weezer's sorry. another band I can't <laughs> fucking stand. <laughs> Well, you know, I tried to get Spin Doctors tickets, but it's a good man. Good man. There's out. a band. Now there's a band that you need to see live. Right. I saw them with Fish in like '97, and <laughs> I'm still trying to remember it. I cannot. So, uh, picture I'm you sorry. It. You're going to defend Fish. So I you're going to defend some jam band hey, nonsense? You know what? Bullshit. You know what? Fish would have been. Fish would have been a guy. better entrance, like a better piece of entrance music for Orange Cassidy. Oh my god! Than fucking the Pixies. Come right. on. <laughs> All right, Shawnee, you still got control of the board and an opportunity at three points as we move to last week's NXT. They're of course moving towards the two night takeover, stand and deliver. And while oh, before you era, continue, Chuck, is the uh, is the phrase "yoked Hobbit" considered offensive? <laughs> I don't know how many hobbits we may have in the uh, in the audience, but if you are offended by that term, then please let us know on Twitter. We will apologize. All right, back to the question. So while the Undisputed Era has officially exploded with Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole, they're going to be facing each other uh, at TakeOver Stand and Deliver. The member taking it the hardest last week had to be Roderick Strong. He offered to help Kyle O'Reilly and was turned down. Uh, But my question to you is, who offered to help Roddy out by rebooting the Undisputed Era and buying its intellectual property? Oh, let's see. I had this on, but I don't know if I made it that far. Uh, can I just say that Kyle O'Reilly was wearing a fucking denim vest? Yeah. And yeah. The, uh, who was that band? The band that a Joy with Division shirt. Joy Division shirt. Yeah, yeah. He had his hair like sort of combed up a little bit. He looked like a real bad boy. I kind of liked it. But uh, <laughs> I'm assuming that it was Big Money Matt who offered to buy the. Uh, it unfortunately was not Big Money Matt. Oh, oh, just to the moon! Like that, he has a lot of money. That guy. Justin, uh, you've got an opportunity to steal three points on this one. As Shawnee is uh, literally steal it as he gave it to me on this question. Who was it that offered to buy the intellectual property off of Roddy Strong? Kevin Grimes. He finally said it correctly and got the three I, points. I'm so I, I just want to make sure I got it all. I was really looking forward to throwing this question at you, and you just it's like nonchalantly Cameron Grimes. And, and for the like the third or fourth time this year, me having to go like, nope, not the answer. So I'm glad you finally <laughs> learned your lesson, Justin. Yeah, you're a horrible host. I learned. Uh, <laughs> what you're talking you really about? are, Chuck. Uh, NXT TakeOver, Stand and Deliver. Where do you guys stand on uh, this particular uh, show? Is it shaping up? I, personally, I, I don't want to I want to influence where you guys stand. I want to find out well, where you stand first. I stand and deliver. See what I did there? Perfect. NXT take- Perfect. Right. Yeah, no, uh, you did your so- money of your life. Yeah, right. So, um, Odeo. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's shaping up to be a, a nice takeover card. I don't think it needs to be two nights. Uh, I get, you know, trying to make it bigger. They can't, you know, because it's WrestleMania week and such. Uh, I just don't think it needs to be two nights. I don't think they have enough to make it two nights. I think we're going to get two 
maybe two hour shows, which means you could have just done this in one night. I hope uh, that they're about as long as a regular NXT pay-per-view, which is always I mean, way one shorter are, than a WWE one. And it, and it makes no, cause one night's going to be on the USA network. And then the next night's only on Peacock. So again, you're promoting this as a two night event. You really could do this in one night. The card's okay. I don't hate it at all. Um, but it, I, I think they're, they're trying to do a little too much, making it two nights. Johnny. Yeah, I think I'll probably watch night two because I am interested in the Finn Balor title storyline. Um, and so they're going to get me in that capacity, but they're, I'm not going to miss a dynamite for a fake night one of a, of a NXT pay-per-view. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Erica? You know, I put myself on mute so I don't make any noise. I'm the natural sorry. order would have been going to Nate. I'm just trying to make sure that the conversation flows and that everybody gets a little time to say their piece. No I longer mean, flowing. It, well, whatever. It's fine. Um, like I, Honestly, I haven't been keeping up with NXT, brother. No. I don't really know what's happening. That's so um, good. I, uh, I mean, I, I'm sure I'll catch some, like, previews and like recaps before the show i mean they you know wwe does a great job with kind of you know rehashing the feud before the actual match so like i'll be fine um i you know i think i'm like most people i'm just really interested in what is next for the undisputed era or at least its members after takeover because who knows who knows what's gonna happen nervous though (laughs) <laughs> what about you nate uh i just don't care uh nxt is i'm just i i can't it, it's too much that's that's where i end uh, yeah. you know like my my uh my interest in in wrestling can only go so far and nxt is where i is where i've called it um i i'll i might watch this i might watch parts of it i have no i have no fucking clue but God, Joy Division, what a shitty band. Like, come on. I'm kidding. Hang on. I'm actually kidding on that one. Joy Division is great. Oh, I was just trying to be consistent. Oh, nice. Not bad. Well done. You got me. You you, you, you got me. You got me to pop. All right. We're at the end of our second round, Erica. Where do the points stand? All right. We still have Nate in the lead with eight points, followed by Justin with five, Shawnee with three. Shawnee, since he is behind, will kick off round three. So perhaps this is a new strategy. I like it, sir. It's crafty. Yeah, it's it's working out for him. All right. Let's talk about the news and notes around the ring where we talk about basically all the other companies and what they've had going on uh, this past week. And we'll start with Ring of Honor. Last Friday night, they had their 19th anniversary pay-per-view and during a fatal four-way match, Show favorite Danhausen busted out a finishing move that led to a Twitter exchange with whom? How, how did I miss this? Shawnee, if you get this wrong. I, I like I, I retweet like half of fucking Danhausen's life. That's I don't know how I, I missed this. I missed it entirely. You got nothing? I have no idea. All right. No well, I guess, idea. I'm very I, excited to learn the answer to this question, Chuck. Go ahead, Justin. It sounds like you know the answer. No, I you know I don't. I don't confidently know the answer at all. I feel like I saw something. I'm just shocked that sh- of all questions, and Sean right. started this round, and it's a Danhausen question. Yeah. He's not getting it. Um, I'm gonna just throw it. Uh, I don't know, Kevin Owens. 
Ooh, no, I'm sorry. That's uh, not the correct answer. Nate, you've got an opportunity to uh, steal the round in a first point. Who was it that uh, Dan Housen talked to on Twitter after his finishing move at the Ring of Honor 19th anniversary pay-per-view? Oh, my God. Uh, Was it... Uh, I want to say Jim Cornette because he's they've got like he's gotten over with with that podcast, but I don't think wow. that that's correct. How? Oh, I'll tell you later. I, um, I, I mean, no, I, I it's just so amazing. I feel like a guy like Jim Cornette would hate Dan. Housen, it's because he's never seen him Continue. wrestle. It's because he's never seen him wrestle. And that I think he's he's going to he's going to stay true to his word on that. I'm going to guess Shane Helms. Another great guess, but that is incorrect. The a- correct answer was CM Punk. Oh, uh, oh yeah, I did see that because he did the GTS. Yep, 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 yes, yep. he did the GTS at the end of the match yes, and uh, said something to CM Punk. He said, thank you to CM Punk for the finisher. Dan Housen yep. stole it, uh, yep. at which point CM Punk retweeted it and said, you might want to buzz the other guy because he seems sensitive about it. Fully endorsed over here, though. Very Knievel. So obviously he's referring to Kenta as the other guy who's very... Yes. Uh, sensitive about it well seeing as no one knew the answer to this if you uh, unless you guys want to just hype dan Housen, we can move on i'm just shocked shawnee didn't know the answer he started the round it was a dan Housen question that's like a softball and he swung and missed yeah well all right let's uh let's uh move on shawnee you've got control of the board because nobody got that uh particular question right so as we move on to our second question let's talk about impact wrestling news this week that impact wrestling is going to be moving to thursday nights coming up in a couple of weeks as NXT will be moving to Tuesdays. Impact also had to move their Rebellion pay-per-view where uh, Rich Swan is going to take on Kenny Omega, title for title. Uh, they moved it to Saturday, April 24th from the Sunday before to avoid going head-to-head with what event? Um, I, I, geez. Two? The, the 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 Kentucky Derby three. <laughs> That's a great guess, but it is not the correct answer. Justin, your opportunity to steal two points. What event did Impact Wrestling had to move their Rebellion pay per view to avoid uh, kind of double booking that night? So they're on Saturday, April twenty fourth now. Yes, or, and they were supposed to be on the Sunday before. On Sunday, April twenty fifth. Oh, they're supposed to be on Sunday, April twenty fifth. Um. Uh, I don't know. Backlash WWE Black Backlash. <laughs> no, no, unfortunately. Wow, I didn't think these were the, the this particular round was that hard. But I guess I'm really stumping you guys. <laughs> Nate, you've got uh, you've got an opportunity for two points here. Uh, Impact moving Rebellion from Saturday, April 24th to Sunday, April 25th to avoid going head to head with what? Mania. I don't know. Uh, no, all of you guys. Uh, it was UFC 261. Oh. Oh. They, uh, but let's talk Sunday? about the, let's talk about the big moves that are the shakeups that we're talking about. As I said, Impact going back to Thursday nights. Uh, NXT rumored at this point, heavily rumored to be moving to Tuesdays away from uh, AEW Dynamite. What do you guys think of having uh, having these shows move to different nights and basically giving us five full nights of wrestling? Go ahead, Justin. You can start. Uh, I, I think it's the way to go with so much wrestling going on. Quit putting it all on one night. Um, you know, it's already it's already a lot. There's a lot of wrestling fans that watch all of them, or at least try to, or follow it. Um, and when you put NXT and AEW on the same night, 
uh, you know, and now AEW and Impact are kind of intertwined and here and there. And, uh, you know, it's just, it makes it a little, a little easier to follow all the promotions going on. Each have a single night. And if you got the time, you can go day by day and go one one show at a time without falling behind. So I think it's smart scheduling with the amount of wrestling going on. What about you, Nate? What do you feel about the uh, the shuffle of the schedule? I don't really care. I, I mean, it might provide me an opportunity to watch NXT or try to watch NXT a little bit more regularly. Uh, it's not it's just not winning in in my, you know, attention wars against NXT or I'm sorry, against AEW. Um, so yeah, I don't I, listen. You could move impact to whenever. I'm still not going to fucking watch it. Um, you know, it, it, there's just there's a there's, you know, like kind of a certain threshold that I'm not I, I, I'm I, like the same reason I'm not tuning in for Ring of Honor every week either right um it's it, there's just there's so much to keep up on there's so much wrestling so much of it is bad um and i'm not totally confident that companies like uh nwa or um uh who did i just mention uh ring of honor or even impact are equipped enough with the talent to be able to hold my attention Johnny, I think it's better to have it spread out, but I don't think it's going to get me to watch more wrestling. I, I think it'll, I'll, I'll probably get to um, I think I'll, I will probably start to shift slowly more towards my taste rather than feeling like I have to cover WWE. So yeah. this could be a bigger win overall for all sort of professional wrestling companies in the face of sports entertainment. Erica, did you have anything on this topic? It's a long ass week, Chuck of, of content. So, uh, <laughs> it certainly hope is. Pe- hope people get comfy. Uh, <laughs> quick question though, to Nate, if we have just a hot second, sure. um, obviously you, you said you're, you're never going to tune into the likes of like impact or, or ring of honor. Do, do you still watch dump truck? Or or whatever that, that you do, that? listen. You do not. You do not sully the name of Dump Truck in my presence, and you do not get to question the way that I use my time. Do you under? Do you understand? Okay. Well, I mean, I do. Um, I just. I mean, <laughs> come on, brother. You 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 don't have a leg to stand on with this one. You lose all credibility. You, do you, All of on, do you gone. honestly think gone. I'm watching Don't American pro wrestling room. every week? <laughs> I, I, I went down a YouTube hole once and I found it and you guys started watching it. I don't know why <laughs> I never encouraged you to. I was just like, look at this sideshow. Look at how horrible it is. I watched it like four times and I was like, nah, I don't need to see any more of this. Uh, but the names that all I listen, I, I can just get infinite enjoyment out of running down a card for American pro wrestling yeah. because the names are the because worst thing ridiculous. on the fucking planet. Yes. Awesome. Before we move on, you guys know that out of the five of us, I'm kind of the impact mark in the room, but I do find it kind of ironic that they've had to shift both their weekly show and their pay-per-view and their theme song is called we own the night. <laughs> Come on, man. All right. 
All right, let's go to our third and final question in the our news and notes around the ring. Shawnee, you've still got control of the board. Nobody's getting any points in this particular one. Uh, and we're going to talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling, so I don't know uh, if anyone's going to get any points on this one either. There were two announcements from New Japan this week revealing uh, that we will see Kota Ibushi's new IWGP World Heavyweight title belt on March the 30th before he defends it against Will Ospreay April the 4th. And they announced the first round matches for what tournament? Oh, no. I know what the next pay-per-view is. No, I don't know what any of them are. Is it the best of the Super Juniors? Best of the Super Juniors. Hold on. I need to look at my notes. It is It is not the best of the Super Juniors. This is fascinating, too, because Erica didn't write these questions, so she's not privy to the answers. So watching the gears turn on in, in your head right now is pretty fascinating. I'm running through all of the tournaments in my head. I'm like, we've been through this. We've been through that. Right. So, Justin, just, you got an opportunity yeah. to uh, rock two points here. What tournament did they announce the first round of? I think I have it because I did some New Japan study this week. Yeah. I did it yesterday, though, so I'm not fully remembering. Okay. I, I thought we were recording yesterday. Um, is it is it just the New Japan Cup? Is that what it's called? You're real close. Oh, wait, wait. The uh, U.S. bracket of it. Yes, it's the New Japan Cup U.S. tournament bracket. Uh, yeah. they announced, so there you go. Three points for Justin. Um, the first round matches are going to be Clark Connors and Leo Rush, Chris Dickinson and Brody King. Uh, Ooh, yeah. Ren Narietta, is that correct? Ren Narita, but that's Ren, okay. Thank you. Ren <laughs> yeah. Narita, you Tom it. Waller, <laughs> and I know I'm going to fuck this one up. Hikuleo? Hikuleo. So Hikuleo. Right. closer than Ren Narita. So oh, yeah. hooray. Versus Fred Rosser. So I'm what, uh, six for eight? Yeah, you did, you did okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean you had to deal with like majority, like, you know, American guys and, you know, right. Brody King. Yeah. Leo Rush. I mean, if I'd have gotten Leo Rush wrong, then <laughs> I'd have no excuse. Lyle? Lyle? Lyle Rush? Lyle Rush? <laughs> uh, did you guys want to discuss uh, New, anything New Japan that's going on with between Kodobushi and uh, Will Ospreay? Anything? <laughs> I did listen to you guys talk last week and got my, my New Japan uh, news fix. Talking about Will Ospreay uh, basically giving his girlfriend to cut her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, as of right now, like, you know, nothing's really kind of getting me buzzed yet. I think we're all just kind of waiting to see what this new belt looks like. Sure. Um, unless there's been designs that have leaked. I haven't seen anything myself has, has anyone else seen any belt designs for Mm-mm. the new no uh, okay i mean I, I like that's that's the big thing like i'm excited to see what this thing will look like because as previously mentioned uh new japan belts beautiful new japan trophies hideous so we're i'm just hoping for a pretty shiny thing for kota bushi to carry that's that's all a pretty boy should have a pretty belt <laughs> All right, well, that's going to do it for our three rounds. Before we head into the final fall, Erica, where do the points stand? We got Justin and Nate tied with eight points, followed by Shawnee with three. So depending on how you structured this uh, last question, Chuck, I just I, I haven't seen any of the questions. Because uh, where did you write the questions, man? We usually have a shared doc. Oh, it was, a, it was a separate doc because we weren't exactly sure how this week's One Fall show was going to work. Uh, okay. So I made sure to not only Sneaky. get the questions done, but make sure that you didn't know what the answers were in Ooh. case you were going to be competing. Erica should have played this week then if I knew she didn't yeah, have the well. answer. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't see. I didn't see shit. 
So, All right, um, so I'm going to keep you busy for our final fall, Erica, because it's uh-oh. one of those uh, questions where I've got an entire list that oh, I want God. you guys to give me names out of. And that list comes to us from the WWE as they uh, released their WWE's 50 Greatest Women Superstars list uh, with a series of specials on Peacock and the network. And, of course, uh, doing some of it on social media over the last week. So this is how this is going to work. We'll go in the order of uh, how the points are. We'll, uh, we'll Let's see. We'll start with Shawnee. We'll go to Nate. And then we'll go to Justin because the two of you are tied. Um each of these questions is worth one point to make it easy on Erica. And there Thanks. are, of course, uh, 50 <laughs> names on this list. So all I need you to do is give me a name that's on the list of the 50 greatest WWE women superstars. Is, are, is the, th- is, is the three sorry, strike what was rule. That? Sorry, is the three strike rule. Three strike rule. Place? Yes, three okay, strike rule. Thank you. Uh, Shawnee, your first guest was Charlotte Flair. She is number two. Oh. So uh, that is that is correct. Congratulations. We'll move on to, uh, I, I believe I said. We got 50 of these, Chuck. We're going to have to move on. <laughs> All right, Nate. <laughs> Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks coming in at number six. So that scores you a point right there. Justin. Lita. Lita coming in at number eight. So that's a point for Justin. Back to Sean. Bailey. Bailey is on here. I just have to find her number 10 on the list. Uh, Nate, uh, let's go. Someone from history, Bull Nakano. Uh, Bull Nakano at number 29. God damn right. Yeah. Nice. Uh, nice guess there. Definitely one that uh, I wasn't expecting anybody to guess. Uh, hey, she's she's like one of my all time favorites. Yeah, she's cool. Go ahead, Justin. Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus was number one on the entire list. Back to you, Shawnee. Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch at number three. Absolutely. Wow. Back to you, Nate. Um, who's that uh, woman? What did she say? Uh, oh, uh, school shootings aren't real. Ronda Rousey. <laughs> Ronda Rousey at number nine. Thank you for bringing oh, that up. Uh, back to Fire. you, Justin. Oscar. Oscar at number five, which I was very pleased to see. Uh, back to you, Shawnee. China. China at number four. Correct. Uh, Nate. I'm going to go someone a little bit more recent. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart. Shotzi, Shotzi. I think Shotzi. Yeah, Shotzi at number 46. Ooh, just oh, barely she, making the cut. Yeah, for she, sure. If she's on there, then Rio Ripley is. Uh, okay, let me uh, let me find her because I'll take that as you guess. Number 21, Rio Ripley. So that's a point for Justin. Back to you, Sean. Io Shirai. Yo Shirai is absolutely on this list. I just have to find where she is. Number 25 on their top 50 list. Uh, back to you, Nate. Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler. Show me Shayna Baszler. Number 18. That's a point for Nate. Tori Wilson. Tori Wilson. Tori Wilson is not on the list. She was. You know, as much as they really? cover up, are you serious? No, Tori Wilson was not in this particular list. They did have a couple of side lists. <laughs> that Tori Wilson did make one of those. Uh, back to you, Nate, correct? Shawnee. No, Shawnee. Shawnee, I'm sorry. Natalia. Natalia at number 20 for one <sighs> point. Congratulations, Nate. Uh, Paige has got to be in there. Paige at number 17. Absolutely. AJ Great. Lee. AJ Lee at 19. Mm, yeah. Nia Jax. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, give me a second. Let me look near the bottom of the list. Uh, you're not going to believe this. Number 36. <laughs> no, 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 no. Over no. 14 Is... others on the. That's a horrible list. Bullshit. Yeah, yep. oh, that's a horrible wow. list. All right, let's move it forward. Uh, who's next? Is it me? Yeah, it's uh, Nate. Well, yeah, Nate. if fucking Nia Jax is on there, <laughs> goddamn one of the Bella twins has got to be on there. Uh, both of them actually coming in at number Son 26. Of- so there you go. They lumped them together. They did. That's weird. That's yeah, weird. Well. Um, go ahead, Sean. Uh, I thought it was me. Remember, it's your oh, turn. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. You guys know the order better than I do. <laughs> oh. uh, May Young. May Young. May Young. <laughs> May Young is not on the top 50. He gave birth to a hand. Put her on the damn list. It's true. Soon to be wiped from the Peacock Network. Give birth That's to a not hand. one that needs to go. Is Katie Vick going to make the cut? Do oh, you think? Jesus. Who's next? Who's got the next guess? Um, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What did Justin say? Because I was, you were, you guys were spitting off some really good potential titles, and I'm trying to do titles and taking score, and I'm like, shit. He said, uh, what young. Just and and that is so that's strike two against Justin. Yeah, May yeah, young like strike two because May Young. Okay. Sorry, sweetie. You did it's that. Okay. Uh, it's okay. Uh, Vicky Guerrero. I swear to God, <laughs> Vicky Guerrero <laughs> was not on the top 50 of this list, but she was on one of the side list of um, superstars that uh, weren't the- really in ring competitors. Uh, it's back to me, right? Yes. I'm starting to run out. Um, did someone say Molly Holly? Uh, not yet. Molly Holly, then. Molly Lock Holly coming in. in at number 15. Goddamn right. Dakota Kai. I am so sorry. Are you kidding me? I was That's actually, I, I take that personally. Nia Jax wow. is on this list, but Dakota Kai, that is unreal. Shasti yeah. Blackheart does not deserve to be on this list before Dakota Kai. Are you kidding me? Trust me. There's a handful of names. We get oh to the end and I tell you what God. the rest of the names are. You'll know who, who it is. I'm okay with losing this because this is a oh, joke. Oh, I know. I know my yeah, next guest. I know. I know my exact next guest that I was furious about. Go ahead. Whoever's next. <sighs> I'm going to steal Nate's guess, and I'm going to guess Alana. I swear to God. Good guess. Not mine, but good guess. Alana's not here. Back to you, Nate. Fucking Sable. Sable was number 16 on this list. God damn. There is. Okay. First of all, she should not be on this list at all. 16? 16? Are you shitting me? Oh, my God. What a horrible list. Uh, Go ahead. Absolute fuck. I think it's back to you, Shawnee. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Justin's out. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Oh, no. Um, oh, no. Uh, I'm going to blank. <laughs> Let me see. Still got over half the list here. Yeah. I, I shouldn't be faltering here, but I am going to. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I believe that's, is that uh, Sean's second? Strike. That's number three, I think. That is three. That is that three. is number three. Okay, so yes. where do the points stand? Does Nate even have to keep guessing? Uh, he does not. Um, if he, I would be interested to see what he could come up with, though. At this point, okay. Okay. Um, did someone say Alexa Bliss? Not yet, because oh, wow. she was number thirteen. Okay, wow. she's got to. She had to be on there. Yep. 
Um, I'm just going to throw out there because the game is over. Nate won. Yeah. Fabul- yeah. Mula? They put Mula on the list probably, right? They did not, and I didn't bring this up, but okay, uh, part of the way they put the list together, I just wanted you guys to guess just so I didn't give anybody this information, but part of the way they put this list together is they did cap it at like 1993. Okay. Oh. And then okay. they also did put the list together based on their influence on the WWE. So not okay. necessarily. All right. How well, Shotzi Blackheart on this list. Yeah, that's that's actually kind of crazy then. Because um, the, fa- the fact that Dakota Kai, Ruby Riot, none of the Riot Squad. Are Liv Morgan. That's yeah, a like, shame. What? Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Not, oh, my Neither God. What a, uh, yeah. Anywhere near this list. But how that's, does Shotzi really Blackheart bad. make this list then? I'd be okay with that and not a knock on Shotzi Blackheart, but it's like if we wanted to look at the influence, none of the NXT girls, except for maybe Rhea Ripley, because yeah. she's been in a WrestleMania title match, should have been right. in on this list. Well, EO, EO's also been there for EO's, eternity. Yeah. Like so, yeah. EO so used EO. to used to tag with Oscar, so she's just been sure. there for forever. But how does out of all the NXT girls, Shotzi Blackheart over Dakota Kai? I'll put Candice LeRae over Shotzi Blackheart right now. Oh, was Candice LeRae on? And this was number forty-four. What okay. the fuck? But she, I, yeah. that's lower. Was that low, that's lower than Shotzi? Is it not? Uh, it's right, uh, right in that wheelhouse. Like I already deleted Shotzi off my document, so I don't know exactly okay. what her number is again. Damn. But uh, do you want to guess any more names before I give you the ones that we didn't mention? Did, did anyone mention Jacqueline? Jacqueline, uh, they did not, but she came in at number thirty-two. Okay. Okay. What about Jazz? Jerry. Jazz, yeah. Jazz was number thirty-eight. Okay. Jerry, All right. Which was okay. good to see. Did they put um, Terry Reynolds in there? Uh, Terry Reynolds was on the list of managers. Mm. Yeah. I, well, yeah, I think that that's probably fair to categorize her as more of a manager. Yeah, did, she was did, an interviewer for a while. You said ninety three. Yeah, from ninety three up. Did Alundra Blaze make the cut? Oh yes, Alundra okay. Blaze was uh, number seven. Okay, all right, I thought so. Oh, horrendous list. Uh, the remi- I, the yeah, remaining did, names did, uh, have starting at the bottom of the list. Number what about WWE was- le- uh, legend uh, Foxy? Did, was she on the list? Alicia, Alicia Fox? Alicia Fox. She Don't was not, and I was okay. okay. She was there for Legends Night. I know. <laughs> was there for, what about, oh, Melina, Mickey Remember James? when she had the hat? Yeah, she's the captain. Remember when she threw the fit about the hat? Right. Uh, starting at the bottom I, and yeah. Starting at the bottom and working up to the ones that we didn't mention. Number 50 was Tony Storm. Number 49 was Caitlin. Number 48 was Kaylee Ray, the current okay. uh, NXT UK women's That's champ. Suspiciously low placement for for Tony Storm and Kaylee Ray. Uh, yeah. 47 was Sonya Deville. 45 was Kelly Kelly. No, what? Get out of here. Fucking Kelly Kelly? 43 was Nikki Cross. 42 no. was Layla. 41 no. was Ember Moon. Also suspiciously low. I'll give, I'll give her. Yeah. Uh, number forty was Eve Torres. Um, number, number thirty-nine was Lacey Evans. Shut the what? fuck up! Shut no. the fuck up! No! No! What a horrible list. Uh, Thirty-seven this is dog shit. Of Thirty-seven the was Maurice. Come on, dude. <laughs> Thirty-five Bianca Belair. Thirty-four suspiciously Carmella. low. Wait, uh, who is who is number thirty-four? 34, Carmella. No. 33, Gail Kim, which was surprising. And I'm shocked by that. Yeah. I don't think I would have ever guessed Gail Kim. Uh, 31 was Kyrie Sane. 
30 was Naomi. Okay. Number 28 was Ivory. 27 was Melina. Number 24 was Luna Vachon. Oh, yeah. Did she make did she make the 93 cut? Was she still active? In, yeah. I guess she would have been active in 93. She was like Gang Grell there for a while. Yeah, you're right. Oh my God. Uh number 23 was Stephanie McMahon. Fuck off. <laughs> number <laughs> Literally, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> what? What? No. Number 22 was Michelle McCool. Number 14 was Victoria. Number 12, Mickey James. And the last one we did not get, number 11 was Beth Phoenix. Wait, so Linda uh, McMahon didn't make the cup of Stephanie. <laughs> Biggest pop of all time, Chuck. <laughs> the woman stood from a chair and everyone lost their mind. It's she true. should have at least been number 50. That's absolutely yeah. one of my favorite matches. All right. So uh, what were the final? Will uh, not make the cut on Peacock, by the way. Yeah. What were the final points, Erica? Uh, we had uh, Shawnee with 10, Justin with 13, Nate with 17. Very close game overall. Yeah. Well done by everybody. Not bad. Huzzah. Not bad at all. Uh, I'll give each of you guys a minute if there's anything you want to cover, but it's been a long episode. I think we hit just about everything. Nate, we'll start with you. Go ahead. Um, listen, uh, we took a week off from uh, the Super Universe this week. I uh, don't really have shit to uh, promote except uh, wear a fucking mask. I like it. That is fair. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Justin, your turn. you got about 60 seconds on the clock. What do you want to tell people? Yeah, I'm not going to use all of it either. Uh, shout out to a Michigan man and my first favorite wrestler watching wrestling, Rob Van Dam, going into the Hall of Fame. Ah, uh, yes. Huge fan of his. Uh, second thing, shout out to the moving graphics returning for WrestleMania. For some reason, it's only on social media and not on a TV show, but I'm for it. And that, uh, if you take a second, go watch Drew McIntyre's moving graphic. I miss the Scottish psychopath. He looks like a fool. He looks like a goof. He can. He deserves better than what they're having him portray himself as. And that is all I have. Shawnee, you've got a minute. Yeah, I don't really need a minute, Chuck. You can just go ahead and move on. This has been a very long episode. Very long episode. <laughs> and I'm highly suspect of your clock skills. Per usual. All right. Fair enough. Erica, uh, anything yet uh, we missed this week that you wanted to bring up before we take off? Uh, just a quick plug uh, for a, a, not even my own content. I've mentioned this guy's content before. Um, I think most of us who here and who's ever listening is familiar with Adam Blompier's work. Uh, he does outstanding stuff with the WrestleTalk guys and Parts Funknown. He did a great video on how he would book Cena's final run. And it's one of those things where it's, it's so great. But at the same time, it's infuriating because I know it'll never happen uh, because it's too damn clever. It's too damn smart. But if you enjoy just, you know, fantasy crap, give it a watch. It's fun. All right. And that's going to do it for this week's one fall show. I've been your host, Chizuk Bean. You can find me uh, online. You can find me on the Nerd Radio podcast, WRIF.com. You can find me on the Talk Horror to Me podcast with Mr. Shawnee Constant. And you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv backslash C-H-Z-U-C-K, playing rock band on Sundays and some other assorted games throughout the week. Erica, where can people find you online? People can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Erica underscore Bannis. Uh, Justin? Social media at JV underscore sports underscore talk, JVSportsTalk.com, JV Sports Talk pay-per-view pod, two episodes for WrestleMania week, NXT TakeOver, and, of course, WrestleMania. Yeah, I was going to ask you what that week is going to look like if you're just doing podcasts all week long. 
That's my life that week. And I somehow got to go out of town. So that's going to be fun. All right. Uh, Shawnee, where can people find you online? People can find me on Twitter at one fall show and on Instagram at Shawnee.constant and send me emails at one fall show at gmail.com. Tell me what you like about the show, uh, what you hate about my co-hosts. We can commiserate. (laughs) We can, we can gossip and maybe we can make the show better. So hit me up. That's, That's completely fair. Nate, where can people find you online as well? You can find me at Nate Benderama on Twitter and streaming over at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio, returning it to my regular schedule this week of Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, and of course, Saturdays for Super Universe. As you've heard, there's plenty of wrestling to watch. I don't recommend you watch all of it, but I recommend you give something that you know catches your eye uh, a, a little look-see because this is typically the best type of year to uh, catch some wrestling. We will catch you guys next week for another one fall show. Do we tell everybody what next week's one fall show is going to be all about? I don't see why not. Next week, we're doing a special WrestleMania history episode. So look forward to that. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Episode. There you go. Okay, I, I mean, I really, I really only have two, actually three that I really like. Uh, Chuck defines the BS of spooky BS. Uh, <laughs> woo woo! This episode has train noises, uh, and then also, also removed from Kate or from Peacock, Katie Vick, or some sort of. There's got to be a Katie Vick joke in Peacock somewhere in there. Um, you know, Johnny, I trust you're funny. Find it. I have faith in you. Um, uh, as far as the WrestleMania trivia goes, um, I know we kind of had two uh, categories in place, but I came up with the third uh, just today. Uh, I'll be covering main events, um, mania moments. So, I mean, yep. that kind of, so the big like shit that we remember. And then the third one, uh, celebrity appearances, because mania right. is, has always traditionally been, you know, let's, let's bring out Liberace. Yeah, right. he's right. a celebrity and people love him. Yeah, I saw uh, somebody. So I saw somebody tweet uh, getting pissed about Bad Bunny being at WrestleMania this year, and somebody replied to him as like, "Liberace was at the first one. Calm down." Yeah. <laughs> and, and plus, I'd be I'm more furious about Logan Paul being involved now because it's like, come <laughs> right? on, yeah. I really hope that's just a SmackDown appearance and not a WrestleMania thing. Let Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn just have a damn good match and call it that. I don't know. They they really like to to add the celebrity crap to this stuff. They, they, yeah. they've all, they've always done it. So we'll see. All right. Y'all have yourself a great night. Thanks for, uh, thanks for recording. And uh, I'll be talking to you guys on chat. Um, when are we, are we going to be recording next Monday then? If that works for everyone. It continues to work for me. Yes. <laughs>